Hi, this is Calvin Reed. And this is Heidi McDonald. And we're live at San Diego Comic-Con. And this is our daily Comic-Con podcast. Hi, uh, this is Heidi McDonald. I'm standing here with Andy Grossberg of Comic Rocket, uh, which we've written about a little bit in the past. But Andy, tell us, just the capsule, what is Comic Rocket? Comic Rocket is a site that lets people find, follow, and read webcomics. Basically, they can archive dive a whole list of comics. We're up to 13,000 at this point. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's quite a few. <laughs> and uh, you can go through the entire archive of the comic, and you can mark the comics, and then you keep your place as a bookmark. And we also let you discover more comics based on what you like and what people are reading that are similar tastes to yours. Right. Now, how long has the site been up, or the system, the, the sharing, the <laughs> rocket? Yes. It's been up for about uh, fully two years, I think, at this point. We're approaching two years. Um, in this form, it's actually only been about a year. And uh, we're hoping to you know, keep going. But I think I should probably point out what's really important about this site is that we actually point people to the actual comic so that the creators aren't like having their traffic diverted. Right, because there are sites that are called scraper sites. Yes, right? and we wanted to make sure people know that we're not scraping sites at all. And in fact, we're now launching an advertising network so that we can help creators publish ads and make some money uh, from their sites as well. Right. Now, what kind of... Um, uh, I mean, you know, obviously some webcomics have, you know, gazillions of readers right now. I mean, are, are, is this service kind of aimed at people who are looking to find new content or, you know, getting more audience for co- webcomics that aren't as well known? Or It's aimed at, well, everybody, hopefully. Yeah. But it's aimed at people that want to keep track of the comics that they're reading now and finding new stuff. But we're also hoping to welcome in people that are looking to find new comics or are new to webcomics in general. So, I mean, when I started with the company, I was reading maybe three webcomics, four webcomics, and I was occasionally, uh, you know, checking them out on Facebook when a friend would post something. But now I'm up to 96 comics that I'm following, <laughs> and uh, it's really addictive and really easy to do because we enable you to find them, follow them, bookmark them. Right. I, I'll archive dive, right, and I'll read 100 pages or something, then I'll stop, and I'll come back to it a month later pick up right where I left You know, every time I go on Comic Rocket, that submarine webcomic comes up, an ad. There's an ad for a comic set in a submarine. I can't remember the name, which is terrible. Deep Dive Daredevils. Deep Dive Daredevils, which is actually really awesome. It's a great comic. It is. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. We love that story. You know, I have to ask the tough questions, though. I mean, you know, are you doing this as a, you know, good good deed, or is there monetization involved, or what is that? Um, Well, it's interesting, because there's definitely plans for monetization, (laughs) but we're focusing first on making sure that the creators are exposed, Mm -hmm. so that they can actually get more readers and get a wider exposure. And so we will, I mean, we're not so much blogging as much as we have been. We're certainly tweeting and trying to get people together and read these things, get more aware of them. But we're also now doing the ad network to help them. We have uh, tools, in fact, what we're calling our Creator Genie now, that helps creators uh, actually find out what kind of subscriptions that they have, both on our service and also at large, sort of a like a Google Analytics, right, right. but a little more focused. Okay. And also we give them a checklist of steps that they can follow to uh, broaden their reach. And, uh, you know, on Twitter and on Facebook, and you know, different steps that they can actually go through. And we figure that once people are comfortable with that, then uh, we'll get to a point where we can actually kind of monetize. And that'll probably be through the ad network and then some premium services that we have. Okay. What, um, I mean, what do you find is like the the audience though? I mean, you know, this is an impossibly broad question, but I mean, do you see any trends in people with with, with webcomics? I mean, is there certain things that are... That's a really good question, actually. 
uh, the audience for web comics, you would think that it would be, you know, the predominantly male, 18 to 25 right. kind of thing. Turns out that that's only about 56% of it. So, yeah, it's a majority, but not a large majority. Uh, we're seeing a lot of women coming into web comics because uh, they weren't approachable. You used to have to just, like, grab things, but through Comic Rocket, you can actually be uh, recommended to comics that are like things that you already like. You can also see uh, what your friends like. Right, right. And that way, uh, so a lot, we're broadening the reach. It kind of sounds a little bit maybe like a Spotify for web comics, you know? Uh, if only, because yeah. that would be huge. Well, right? that would be, but, right. Uh, but I mean, in a way, it's like, because, you know, when you go on there, it says, oh, you might like this. Yes, we're, we're trying yeah. to do that sort of thing. And that yeah. recommendation is very important. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even begun to roll out the recommendation features that we have uh, planned because, you know, one step at a time, right? We have so many things to do. Right. Do you have a section for all ages comics? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You can search on genres, and one of them is all ages. Uh, you can search in you know, science fiction or whatever. One of the things that's interesting uh, about our ad network is that you can, as an advertiser, specify, oh, I only want all ages ads, right? And that way uh, you don't get, you know, Right, right. Strange uh, right. things that you would want people to see <laughs> what, on your comic. What, uh, what's the target rollout for the ad network? Um, when, when will it be rolling out? Or? Well, we're experimenting right now with just uh, skyscraper ads, which, you know, the sidebars. But uh, we're hoping to roll out uh, leaderboard ads, the larger ones across the top, in the next couple of months as we bring people on. It's a real chicken and egg sort of thing because we're trying to manage it by steps, <laughs> right? So we want to keep it balanced so that, you know, we'll do 10 ads and then we'll get 10 publishers. And right. then another 10 ads right. and another 10 publishers so that it, it balances out. Because right now we have uh, over 2 million impressions that we're serving in the ad network across about 60 sites. We're hoping to get up to 100 sites, you know, in the next uh, couple of months. Right, And right. then open the floodgates. It's really about people finding out about it. Um, all right, so it's a comic rocket, comic hyphen rocket.com yep. so check it out for your web comic search thanks so much andy thank you okay all right um this is calvin reed and uh, welcome to more to come we're uh, actually on the floor of san diego comic-con international at the top shelf booth and i'm talking with chris Dars, the publisher and uh chris uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes uh, and uh maybe you can uh, tell our podcast audience a little bit about top shelf uh, and about what what are the kind of the big books that you you're uh, showing off this weekend? Sure, sure. I think that this is Top Shelf's 18th year at, ah. at Comic Con International, ah. and so you know we're one of the larger independent press publishers, mostly mm -hmm. known for things with a very unique art style yes. and a very literary sensibility. And uh, we've tried over these 20 years to try and make comics more accessible to people at large. You know that's been our our whole mission. And this year we're really excited to have four really key books that come out at the same time, which is kind of exciting. The first and foremost is Congressman John Lewis's um, civil rights autobiography called March Book One. And this is the first time a sitting congressman has authored a graphic novel. This is the first time a sitting congressman is coming to Comic-Con to sign graphic novels on yeah. the Comic-Con floor. And he's such a I civil rights legend. <laughs> Friend of Martin Luther King, he's yes. the he's the only surviving member of the speakers at the I Had a Dream speech mm -hmm. day, and um, and we really worked hard to make this book an absolute masterpiece, and he did a fantastic job on it. And he's such a champion for you know he was inspired by comics as a young man yes, to get yeah. into civil rights, and he was the one who thought that comics would be a great way to give the civil rights lesson to a whole new generation. So. We're really excited that he's coming here to Comic Con to be a part of our industry, you know. And, you know, can I just go in because yeah. uh, he's, he was so influenced by the Montgomery story, this this classic comic from the 1950s right. about nonviolence, and the co-writer that he's working with, Andrew Iden, as I understand it, 
uh, did his thesis on it. Yes, yeah. exactly. So Andrew and who was his uh, press secretary at yes, the time and his aide there, they co-wrote the book together. Mm-hmm. Nate Powell, who's yes, uh, one of our great cartoonists of our stable, who did Swallow Me Whole and the yes. Empire, drew it, and it came out beautiful. And and yes, Andrew uh, just graduated with his master's degree and wrote this thesis on that original yeah. comic book. Yeah, scene, it's so. really a great story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, now, your, your other book. So that's yeah. our one book. Another big book this summer is called Monster on the Hill. Yes. Rob Harrell, who is a newspaper strip cartoonist, this is his first foray into comics. And it's an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. It's an all-ages book in the truest sense of the word where everybody would dig it. Great monsters, great yes. twist Beautiful. on monsters and stories. I mean, really... Yeah. So we also got to Jeffrey Brown, who's now having yes. a monumental success with his Vader and Son yes. books and Vader's <laughs> yeah. Little Princess books, which are published by our friends at Chronicle, but they're fantastic. Yeah. And then we've always published, uh, we've published about 15 Jeffrey Brown books over the years, which are all his autobiographical yes. stuff, like Clumsy and Unlikely. This year we have uh, A Matter of Life, which is his latest um, autobiographical book, which is the first full-color hardcover we've ever done. They've always been black and white before. And it's about him growing up with his father in a religious household and and his relationship with his dad over the years, even though his religious views had, were different yeah. from his dad's over time. But it's also about his family and children and wife and just being a, a man, you know. So that's a great book. And then finally, a, a quirky book that's not a comic, but a really fascinating one. It's a book called God is Disappointed in You, yes, which yes, is yes. a... A modern humorous retelling of the Bible, almost the cliff notes of the Bible, where every book of the Bible is boiled down to one or two pages with um, illustrations by a New Yorker cartoonist, Shannon Wheeler, who did Too Much Coffee Man back in the day. And it's very respectful, but very dry and very funny rendition of the Bible. And it looks exactly like a Bible. Rounded corners, leather bounding, bookmark, gilded edges. When Jesus speaks, he's in red ink. You know, it is (laughs) the whole deal. deal. And you have to see it to believe yeah. it. It's, but those are the four big projects we're excited about for yeah. a weekend. Well, uh, all great books, and you published many books over the year. Well, we're going to end this, but I, if, could you just sort of describe uh, where we are on the floor? Because you're really centrally located, and, and Top Shelf is always here, and you're flanked by other great publishers, Fanographics. So uh, can you describe a little bit of the, well, what it's like? Well, you know, like? 20 years ago, yeah. the, the hall was maybe one quarter this size, yeah. and now... Literally, when you say we're on the other end of the hall, you have to go over the curb of the earth to get to it. <laughs> to touch both walls yeah. of Comic-Con is a feat, but then to try to do it within an yeah. hour. You know? <laughs> so we're at, we're at row 1700 at Comic-Con, and we are at where the core of all the publishers that are actually still putting out books. We're not sort of the film entertainment side of the mm-hmm. industry, but we're mm-hmm. all down on this end of the hall. This is kind of publisher's row. Yeah, really. publisher's row. And mm-hmm. this is the heart and soul of what Comic-Con Still yeah, is, still you is, know, absolutely. and we're a part of that. Proud right. to be a part of that. Yes, and if you hear that there are no more comics at Comic Con, don't believe it. Yeah. No, we're we're standing right in the middle of some exactly. of the best comics at Comic Con. Anyway, Chris, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, uh, this is uh, Calvin Reed, um, and welcome to More to Come, uh, the PW Comics World Podcast, and we are at we're actually at the Hilton Bayfront. Uh, it, very close to, the, to San Diego, the San Diego Convention Center and the San Diego Comic Con. But we're here with Carl D'Angelo and, and, and Susan Avalone, uh, uh, owners of Earth 2 Comic Store in Sherman Oaks. And, um, they're, uh, excuse me? I'm oh, sorry, in Northridge. Yeah, in Northridge, excuse me. Oh, and Northridge, it's in Northridge. They have, there are two stores, excuse me very much. And, um, uh, they're also, they also happen to be very old friends. But they're also doing a terrific event at the store, and I want them to tell, tell, tell us a little bit about it. Um, welcome to More to Come. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, well, we thought yeah. about how the Sundance event, you know, the, the movie competition always, another competition grew out of it, which was Slam Dance, and that was the people that didn't get into Sundance. Yes. And the last <laughs> month, living in Los Angeles and having a comic book shop, all we heard, whether it was our staff or our customers, are you going to Comic-Con? No, I couldn't get tickets. Are you going to Comic-Con? No, I have to work. Yeah. We just heard this constant lamenting and sadness, and we thought, at the very least, let's give our staff something to do so they enjoy themselves and don't feel horrible that everybody's at the party that they're not at. Right, because everybody also always asks us, well, are you all going to Comic-Con? And I say, if we all went to Comic-Con, I'd have to close the store for a week. (laughs) So someone has to stay, and yeah, so so everyone could have fun um, while we're, while we're still open and still doing, doing business. But it's, it's, it's so far, it's just been great. We had the, we had our own preview night on Ah. Wednesday night. Excellent. Uh, which we, we built up to. So yeah, you know, but we had pre-registration and it's, and it's funny how people are really playing into it. We kept yeah. getting calls like, what, what, when does registration yeah. open? I want to make sure I don't miss registration. I, I Can I come on Thursday and okay. register? Can yes. I still get a badge? Can I still get a badge? As, as, as a former movie executive, did you, did you like make everyone wait till, and then, then show a movie first? Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but no, but well, just one of the issues around Comic Con, but go on. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So it just seems like you're miming, miming, uh, really the whole experience yeah, here. Well, that's the, the fun. And our manager, Darren, who is sort of has a great theatrical background mm-hmm. as well, is kind of, you know, making this a whole bit of improv theater. Last yeah. night we got, you know, from our staff who were coming to the convention, yeah. we were getting on the road reports. You I know, know. <laughs> like, I'm stopped at the Denny's right now and getting a quick bite before we, you know, before so we, we turned get off on the, the music in the store <laughs> so everyone could hear Darren asking Robert, so are you there? Are there long lines? Yes, yes Darren, yes, there yes, are long. Yes. There's no lines here. You know, there's. It, you didn't have to pay to park here. You know, he just kept reiterating all the things that non-con had yeah, I love that it. separated it from Comic-Con. Right. And, and the customers who are, are there are really digging it. I mean, they're really getting into the spirit. People are showing up in costume. People are coming in in their in their Comic-Con uniforms I with their it. you know with their big bags. You know, big sure, those, yes. those, those big giveaway bags they got from last year, but they're not coming this year, so they're coming in with that and their hats. And of course, everybody's wearing their favorite. You know. Uh, comic book T-shirt. It's, it's as if your store is cosplaying as as, as Comic Con. <laughs> the, yeah. the best thing happened when one of our staffers was wearing her non-con badge, walked across the street to the Starbucks, and the woman said to her, "Oh God, you, you're, I'm so jealous. You're getting to go. I don't get to go." And Sarah said, "No, you can go. It's, it's right, right across, across the street, the street. <laughs> and it doesn't cost anything. But you Bingo. can show up, and they're giving away comics over there. We have volunteers. Oh. Our customers said, "Can I volunteer? Awesome. I'd like to be a non-con. So awesome. I, I never could get to be a San Diego." Diego volunteer, but I want to be a non-con volunteer. This we said, absolutely. Awesome. And he wanted to show up yeah. every single day, and we had to disappoint him by saying, we really only need you for Saturday and Sunday, which is the sidewalk sale, and we always need help, you know, when we take out all the back issues, I you know, we it. need help that day. Well, well, this is great, and this is a lot of fun, but but also, I want you to tell us a little bit about Earth 2 and, and your stores and, and what, what it's like. Well, Earth 2 Comics in, uh, in Sherman Oaks, we've been, uh, we just celebrated our 10th year, uh-huh. uh, which is really great. We've seen a lot of, you know, you know, changes in the publishing and the comic book side. And, um, you know, and it, it's interesting, we're at a Comicsology uh, event for Hero Initiative now, and one of the things, you know, uh, that people have talked about is how digital was going to affect, uh, you know, yes, shops. Was, yeah. And what's, what's amazing is, you know, I really think it has been a, a, a rising, uh, you know, rising tide situation because we're selling more comics, and you know, the Diamond just released some numbers recently, or you you mm-hmm. ran some numbers yes, about yeah. you know, you know, periodicals just keep going yeah, up, up, up. So, so don't stop reading comics. Don't absolutely, stop reading absolutely. And, and digital has just added to the business, from what I can see. You know, knock on wood. I, I mean, I, yeah. I think I think that's the case, and I think it's all and it's, and it's a combination of two things. I think there have been also some great. 
um, initiatives. I think what Image Comics has done in the past yes. few years. Everyone's talking about you know, anything books, that brings yeah. in new in new readers. You know, because like mm-hmm. when, when when Saga came out, there were people who showed up who had never read a comic book mm-hmm. before, but they heard about this thing Saga that yes. they had to read. So so anytime you get that kind of energy in DC's New Fifty Two and Marvel now and different things um, that, that 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 come up, but it's it's really been a. Um, I think it's. I think it's been a, a uh, just a great time for for, for comics, and, and we're enjoying it, and we're just trying to have have, have fun. And you know, and the other thing is also in, in, in back issues. We've been, you know, I think in the past few years we've been doing more with with back issues than ever before. As a because again, not to say it's 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 a counter programming to digital because it's the one thing digital mm-hmm. still can't yes. do is have the, is create that collector. Mentality, and that's a fundamental part of the business, and I think that's what makes it different from a lot of the other media that's out there. Now, you you have two stores, two stores, yeah. So, can you talk a little bit about, about the yeah, other one? Yeah, well? the other store is in Northridge. We uh, bought that from Golden Apple about mm-hmm. four years ago. It's near the college. It's, it's a very it's a different it's different than the yeah Cal the State Oak Cal State Northridge is up there, which is a very art uh, art oriented and media oriented school. So. You know, again, it's it, it's 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 just a great community because it's a combination. Because Golden Apple had been there for about twenty years, yeah. Our, the the customer base there is a combination of people who've been collecting comics, you know, for twenty twenty five years, along with the new faces that come in every 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 new semester. Yeah. So it, it's it's just a great mix, and people, you know, and just you're always you know finding something to be you know uh, you know new faces with who are always looking for something to be excited about. So is. Uh is the, is the Earth 2 non-com and kept to become an annual event? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> people have, people this sound, it, I mean, it, it sounds really great. We see our numbers at the end of the week. Okay, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah that'll tell. No, and, right. and it's not a week that we lose. It's normally not a week that we lose yeah. money. And people always ask us, why don't you set up a booth at Comic-Con? And we say, because we're right off the 405 and it's all about the freeways in Los yeah. Angeles. You know, people stop to our into our store on the way to Comic-Con, on mm-hmm. the way from Comic-Con, because people have heard about the store, they're yeah. old customers, or they've moved. Mm-hmm. And so we do get traffic. A fair amount. Yeah. It's not like if it was a ghost town during Comic Con, we would possibly close and let everybody right. yeah. go. But, but we do do business that yeah. week, and having the store open and being a presence while the con is going on actually yes. benefits especially, us more than closing up and being here. And especially with immediate media, when people hear about things, the first thing they want to do is you know the people who aren't at the show, but they read about it in you know in Comic Speed or you know yeah. or, or, mm-hmm. or in, in your you know, yours in High School Comics or PW Comics World. I meant that. Well, more to come is covering. So you've got media for for uh, right, exactly. when, when, the, when the immediate news breaks and people are sitting home looking at it on their computer on their yeah. phone, they they still want to talk about it. And so if they're not at the convention, they'll they'll want to come to the shop. So it's something we just wanted to do for everybody. Yeah. And, yeah, it can be every year. And that yeah. was the primary thing we said on the, you know, we wrote this great flyer and newsletter, and I'll give you a copy of it, and we sent it out as a newsletter to our customers, and we posted it on Facebook. What we said is, what you really want at Comic-Con is to talk about comics, and that's yeah. what you're going to do on our store for five days. Yeah, right. You know, and, if you really want to talk about comics and be around people who like comics, if you can't get there, go to it, a comic book store also, and hang out. It also became a family thing. Last night, when we were for the, for the preview night, we had, I mean, there were about five or six or seven parents with little kids 
because and then because these are kids who probably aren't ready or their parents aren't ready to take them all the way. Right. They go, I want to go to Comic Con, but this was like a nice alternative a great, for them. You it's know? a great they, little. Uh, it was uh, safe and tra- yeah, a trainer, <laughs> yeah. a trainer con. But boy, did they want their badges? Yes, I'll we get thought it. the best idea of <laughs> con was con is all about your badge with your yeah. name on it. Yeah, you know, no sure. matter who you are and what you do, you, you got a badge. A badge. Uh, and so we thought. The primary thing of non-con is giving people badges, and they got very excited right. about and it. And then we have certain guests of non yeah. Well, look, I think it's an awesome idea, and uh, great, and, and of course, I guess it's still going on. It's you're going, going, you're going back and forth. We're going back on Saturday, yeah. Saturday and Sunday right. to, to finish yeah. it off. All right, terrific. Uh, well, thanks so much. Um, uh, Carr, Susan from Earth2. Um, it's, a non, it's a convention world here, one kind or another. Thanks so much. Okay, this is uh, Calvin Reed uh, from uh, San Diego Comic-Con International from the floor. Well, from the floor, but really uh, from a very quiet and actually <laughs> relaxing room just off of the floor of the Comixology booth. And I'm here with uh, David Steinberger, founder of Comixology, um, a, a digital distributor and marketplace for digital comics. Um, and we, I just want to ask him a little bit about uh, Comixology at, at Comic-Con. And maybe a couple other things. So thanks for for being on. More to come. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so uh, maybe you could tell our our um, our audience just a little bit about Comixology and 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 give them a sense of just how fast this company has grown. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, Comixology is like a combination of the iTunes for comics plus the Kindle for comics. So it's a huge store for digital comic books. About forty thousand books now. All your Marvel, DC, Image, all sorts of uh, independent creators, just about the whole marketplace uh, there. And it's a reader, and it functions across platforms. So you buy the comics in the app, you read the comics in the app, and we have a really great reading technology for small devices called Guided View. But we're on iPhone, iPad, Android, Android phone, tablet, Windows 8, we're on the Kindle Fire, we're on the web. If you buy any of those places, you can read any of those places. So it's buy once, read anywhere. And when did it start, and and how fast have you grown? The digital comics uh, app, which was first just for iPhone, uh, was launched four years ago this week at San Diego Comic Con. And uh, it both seems a long time ago and very, very shortly <laughs> now, you know. And, um, you know, we, we... So it took us... Three, over three years to get a, to 100 million comics mm-hmm. downloaded. Downloads. Mm-hmm. That was last October at New York mm-hmm. Comic Con. We're now at 180 million uh, mm-hmm. some wow. nine months later. So mm-hmm. the, the rate of downloading is is increasing uh, exponentially. It's just a great growth story. And we're now a company that has, you know, 100 employees. Yeah. So. And it, it, the growth for your company really kind of coincided with the iPad. Uh, is, is that accurate or am I overstating? No, yeah, I, there are several events. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, we wouldn't exist, digital comics wouldn't exist without Apple's influence, mm-hmm. right? Both mm-hmm. from the iPhone and then the iPad. The iPad mm-hmm. was a huge event for us. Mm-hmm. We launched our application for iPad the day the iPad came out, as well as an application for Marvel. Mm-hmm. So our platform actually powers Marvel mm-hmm. Comics, digital comics, mm-hmm. as well as DC and, and mm-hmm. a few others. And that was the first one. The second one, in terms of big events, and of course we just grew steadily between, yeah. mm-hmm. was same day as print, meaning oh. uh, mm-hmm. DC decided almost two years ago now, I think. It was like the end of 2011. Yeah, because our issue mm-hmm. 22. Yes. Yeah. Almost exactly two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, 
to release their books on, on Wednesdays, both in retail stores and print and digitally with us at the same time. That was an enormous event. And over the next eight months, every other publisher followed suit. And so we're a day and date or same day as print industry yeah. now. Uh, just a huge difference in our in our growth. And then anytime we do any major updates, we yeah. see some significant yeah. growth. Um, you just recently um, uh, were able to do um, a, a, a subscription or, yeah. as a subscription service as well as um, uh, bundling. Bundling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a very interesting development. Obviously. Yeah. So just a uh, just uh, less than a month ago, we added a, a subscription service where you can sign up for your favorite series and we will bill you the day it comes out and and have it ready for your delivery mm -hmm. to your devices uh same day so you don't have to think about oh did this come out did that come out if, if you're really into the walking dead you'll get that every yeah. single month when it comes yeah. out sometimes it takes five weeks sometimes mm -hmm. it takes four mm -hmm. you know yeah. um bundles on the other hand are, are discounted groupings yeah. of comics that allow people there are two two really great ways to use bundles one is to uh as an entry point into comics, mm -hmm. so for new people to try out something as a whole that we have curated and recommend, mm -hmm. or just to get a really great deal for yeah. fans. <laughs> like right now we're selling the Chew volumes uh, from Image Comics mm -hmm. sure. uh, at more than 50% off as a yeah. big bundle, yeah. you know, so you can save like 50 bucks by buying in a bundle. Well, and I, I've been looking at the webpage and it seems like you, you can get really creative because I, I know there's a... Was there uh, like an image starter pack? Yeah. I know with really some yeah. of these great uh, uh, volume ones of yeah. the trade paperback collections. So uh, you really can. It's nice because because yeah. it gives companies like Image a chance to say, you know, we know you love The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. We think you're probably gonna like Saga. Saga is very very popular. Let's put Saga with a few other books that we know people will be interested in, mm -hmm. and sell that as a discounted package. Yeah. And and I think you'll see over the next six months, a lot of experimentation from us and our publishing partners uh, to create different kinds of bundles. And just to wind this up, what do you do? What does Comixology do at, at Comic-Con? What kind of it's, business dealings do you do here? It's interesting. Are, are so, you signing uh, publishers? We've got, yeah, yeah, so that's a little bit. We've got two rooms here mm -hmm. behind our booth. Mm -hmm. One room is completely dedicated to business uh, doing presentations for our partners because mm -hmm. this is the one place mm -hmm. all the publishers get together yeah. at one yeah. time yeah. and they're all over the place in the country. Yeah. They're not all in New York or in LA or, you know, mm -hmm. those are kind of the two central places, but you've got Portland, mm -hmm. Seattle, you've yeah. got all these places. So they all come down here, we get to do, you know, reviews of their of accounts, talk about our plans, mm -hmm. our marketing plans for them, what we've been doing, but show them demos of upcoming features, mm -hmm. that type of thing. As well as, yeah, doing new business. Um, we're on like seven or eight different panels. So, you know, the, the booth itself, which is really beautiful and very proud of, it's not for very selling. Very clean design. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's not for selling. It's yeah. for showing people how the apps yeah. work. So we have a mm -hmm. bunch of devices out front. Uh, and it's great to, to and, it's, and it's also for taking customer feedback. But it's interesting because unlike a publisher, I can't measure success by just how much how many books we sell while we're here that's not what we're about yeah. it's about getting the word out about yeah. comiXology yeah. well that's uh, one thing that I think comiXology has been very good at getting the words out about digital comics as well as uh, print comics too Thanks. I mean you, yeah. it's, it's we just love comics part of your mission we for just sure. love comics alright well uh, David thank you so much yeah pleasure okay uh, this is Heidi McDonald I'm here with Tony Isabella the legendary Tony Isabella uh, now Tony you of course have written for Marvel DC uh, what other companies have you written for in your career uh, Kimiko, Dark Horse, Moonstone. Oh man! Yeah, well, do you know what? Just go look but, up. Yeah. Just go look up his, his Wikipedia yeah. page. But um, you know, you, we just both got on the blogging panel. 
Whoa, and then someone was shot. Um, Tony, this is your first time at Comic-Con in 10 years. Yes. So, what are your thoughts and impressions of changes yeah, over 10 years? I gotta tell you that, that if I die, this is where I want to go afterwards. <laughs> I'm seeing old friends. I'm meeting new friends. I'm meeting people I only know from online. Everywhere you go, there are people smiling, having a great time. Uh, whatever your interest, there's part of this convention that's great for you. It's the best-run convention I can imagine. Uh, I, you know, I, I wish I could be a special guest every year. <laughs> wow, look at, oh, this is the, the, you know, there you go, an unjaded opinion of Comic-Con. Um, I mean, have there been any, have you gotten to see any of the experiences or the, you know, off-sites? Uh, you know, I have, I'm going to go see the Godzilla thing that's off-site somewhere. But, no, I haven't. Uh, and, and there's just so much to do with these things. I've been telling people that uh, every time I'm on a panel, there's four other panels I'd rather be at. Uh, it's just amazing. You, you couldn't possibly do everything you'd want to do at this show. Uh, I can see why people want to come back year after year. Because it, it, I can't imagine it ever getting old. Right, right. Um, now what are you are you writing now? We were talking about your blog inside. Uh, are you writing any comics now? Or you know, I am a ghostwriter for various newspaper strips. Sometimes this involves writing a few weeks of a strip, plotting a continuity for a guy, or just doing some, some gags. Uh, I'm not a steady assistant with anybody. But, you know, the work's been pretty steady. It pays well. It gets treated with respect. My name's not on the stuff, but my name's on thousands of things. <laughs> so I'm cool with that. Um, I'm writing so much, you know, between the blog, between the newspaper strips, between other stuff that aren't isn't even involving comics. I'm probably writing more now than I ever have in my life. Huh. You know, I get up in the morning. I walk across the hall to my office. It's the shortest commute I've ever had. Uh, and I just have fun all day long. Um, are, do you, are you still reviewing comics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are there any that you've seen recently that you really liked? Or Oh, yeah. I mean, there's always stuff I really like. This is the golden age of comics. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, one thing, I've, I've reviewed it many times, Rob Haynes' uh, Adventures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by Randy uh, Ronaldo. I mean, it's a great book that nobody knows about, and I like to tell people about it. Uh, I review manga. From time to time, I review cheesy science fiction movies because I love them. Uh, I review collections of old stuff. Uh, I review, you know, I review Marvel comics still from time to time. Um, I don't really have any one type of thing. I just, you know, love a lot of it. You, you know, Tony, I hate to say it, but it just sounds like you're having a blast, and I'm really jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I live the best life in the world. I have a great wife, a great family. Uh, I live in a world where I can, you know, no matter what dumb stuff comic book industry people do, it can't touch me. It doesn't affect my life. I get up every morning and, you know, I may have a few aches and pain since I'm like 130 years old, but I'm a, I'm a happy guy. And, and I, you know, I wake up happy. I go to bed happy. Uh, it doesn't mean there aren't bad things about out there. It doesn't mean I don't get angry about stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, I've got a great life. Wow. Well, Tony, that's the most inspirational thing I've heard all day. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, talking great to seeing you great again, Heidi. Great to see you, too. Thank you so much.